Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, we trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, thank you to the legendary Johan Els. Wow. This man has still got it going on. If you know what I mean. This is how we talk. The lingo in the township. When you say someone has still got it going on, it means this guy is still setting the trend. And uh, we appreciate him. What an honor to take over from him. Right through up to eight, we trust you will be well. We trust you will be blessed so much in a mighty way. My name is Ray. And I am going to be joined by um, uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba, the professor, is going to join me. And uh, also Bafanam Koko is going to join me, uh, the prophet. And uh, Karabomraka, my brother, is going to join me. And uh, we're going to really chill together and talk quite a lot together. There's just so much to talk about. And to address in the time that we find ourselves in. Right? And this is happening throughout up to 8 o'clock. I trust you will be well. And uh, that God will just do you good. Bless you so much in a mighty way. And uh, it's a it's a phone-in show. So you will just phone in as much as you want. Speak as much as you want. About the topic, of course. You know, Sunday I was here. People were really talking something else, man. We were talking that. People were coming up with that. Others were even um, promoting their is in Chumayelo, their preachings. Even, even, <laughs> someone is just eager to get himself going and then says, let me interrupt the show. What they are talking about is not important. Let them hear what I had to say. Wow. We have to learn to decrease sometimes. Let's stick to the topic. Let us be relevant. Let us speak. We don't have to agree all the time. We have to agree with the Word of God as to what the Word of God says, always. And our perspectives are not necessarily, um, you know, uh, the same in some aspects. But that does not mean that we should just leave it there. We can take everything back to the Word of God and consign what we are saying with the Word of God. And I know both you and I agree with the Word of God, you know. We agree very much with the Word of God, right? Now, let me play you something that is, uh, uh, you know, yeah, something that you can say it's ours as children of God. It is something that is authentically local and uh, it is something that it's nice to listen to. The arrangements, everything, so nice. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. Become active. Active in faith. 657 AM. 657 AM. There we go. That is uh, the music of uh, Mabongi Mabaso. Beautiful song indeed, eh? 
and uh, very much and swiftly arranged the name of the song is we trust god is doing you good blessing you so much in a mighty way the best of friends we are this happening up to eight o'clock wednesday live the name of the show and uh, our guests are already uh, online and i was trying to connect with uh, uh, the prophet bafana mkoko uh, muruti mkoko how are you sir I'm highly favored and greatly blessed, Ray. How are you doing? God is good. God is good in prophetic. God is good. And, uh, and then also we have uh, 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 Pastor Samuel Kabamba is on the line. Muruti. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank God for this beautiful day. Yeah. We are so blessed of uh, uh, this time, and I want to greet all the men of God that uh, we have today, and we believe that we shall have a wonderful time. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we also have Muruti Karabumraka. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, greetings to you and welcome. Greetings, my brother, and greetings to my other two brothers, Papana uh, Mukoko and uh, Professor Sam Kabamba, as well as... Uh, the listeners of Radio Pulpit, I truly greet in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when someone greets with an understanding, you know, when they greet in the name of the Christ, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hamashiach. Huh? You know, <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, when we say Yeshua HaMashiach, Reveditze, Papa, Reveditze. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, and it should be about that and nothing else. It should be about yeah. the Messiah and nothing else, you know. Yeah. And then today we are touching the aspect of the concealment of sins today. The contemporary ways that we have seen being invented which were, you know, to a greater extent, a concealment of sins. Now, in some instances and cases, we have come to see and realize also that uh, quite a lot of people had gone on to actually, and this I must put it across, um, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, there was a notion in the 90s that when you have sinned now, they say it's a mistake. Ah, I have done a mistake. And when people are fighting, they'd say it's a disagreement. You know, they would always want to water down the intensity mm. of the damage of a thing. And to an extent that had gone on, so that what should gain ground is self-justification. And that would be when people go to an extent of saying, but God understands how I actually felt. Oh, God will understand why I did what I did. Hey, here's a very, very pertinent one. I'm only human. I'm only human. We see that. But also, there had been some inventions of rituals that we have seen in the churches, brothers and sisters. Mm. There's some things I'm going to say, and those who are below the age of 18, close your ears. Okay, open them. Now, you know, I've seen a man who takes a bowl of water, washes his face, 
And you know, these days there is this notion of having these big beards. Uh, having these big beards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this guy was washing his face with that water. Né? And as he was wiping his face with his right hand, someone was bowing under him and the water was, was uh, from, from his face and the beard was going on the head of that person. And I think it is a mister misinterpretation of the the, uh, um, uh, the 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 ironic symbolisms um that are spoken of you know as 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 a likening in the book of psalms 33 i, I, I 133 yes 133 133 now <laughs> so when he washes his head and his face he wipes his face with his right hand and the water goes to this grown man with COVID and all the likes. I mean, you can go in the social networks and check it out. I thought he was finished. These are the things that are happening in the inside the four walls of tents and church buildings or ministries. I thought they were finished. And then there comes a lady, she bows down. And this guy washes his feet on the head of that lady. He puts his feet. I wonder whose wife that is. He puts his feet on the head of that lady and washes his feet. Then the lady takes the water on her head. As if it's an anointing of a sort. Hi, man. No, 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 no. I thought he was finished. And they gave him a, a, a bowl of food. You know what he does? He takes the food. It's like there's bread or, or pandelium. But he takes the food, dips it into... Uh, the the sauce or the gravy that is with, you know, in the same bowl. And then he puts it in his mouth. It's And from there, a man comes and from the same, same thing that he has cut with his teeth, he puts it in the mouth of a congregant as the transference of the spiritual food and an anointing. Everybody was standing in a line to, to eat from that prophet. Hey. And then some people say, hey, yeah, no, he's desperate to have a good show. <laughs> That's why he's talking about this thing. No, we are talking about the concealment of sin and no one checks the scripture to see as to whether what has been happening today is true. Mm-hmm. Some friend of mine, some time ago, they went into an orgy. You know what they call that orgy? Spousal mm. exchange orgy. Which means they went on and they were exchanging wives. Mm. Someone would take his friend's wife and have relations with them. I'm not talking, I'm talking the, the Christian Bazalwani uh, churches. Mm. And they would be doing those things. 
the whole weekend. We're going to church on Sunday. And it was like nothing had happened. There was an exchange of a thought. <laughs> but the, what do you expect? <laughs> you know? And all these things are concealed. Can I talk about Kerekeas Piri, Yabushiu, where people don't dress anything? They go into that service naked. And if they don't go into that service naked, there is what we call the Buravors service. Then you can imagine what is going on. They cook a lot of Buravors, they put it in a bucket, and uh, it's ritualistically. Um, spoken over and all kinds of invocations have been made and then they cut pieces and everyone has to eat and you can't tell anyone about that service well we know now quite amazing isn't it these are the things we see. These are the things that are culminating. This is the state of affairs. Uh, look, man. I think Murudimraka will remember when we spoke about the the holy. Is it the holy? The holy milk. I don't know, mm. Murudimraka, if you remember yeah. very well. I was with you and TJ, and we yeah. were talking. Yeah. And and someone was giving people the holy milk. I don't. I, I can't say how it is done here on radio. <laughs> yeah. But many people have I, an idea. And these things are happening in the ministries. Okay. We are all being tempted. I give you that. We can try to put faces. We are all being tempted. But Christ has given us the way out. There are others who are justified that as a leader, he must have several sexual partners and his uh, committee knows that. And they know, Uguti, he's not with his wife today. Is that a flat somewhere? With a lady that is called the hostess who sings so nicely. They're wearing clothes like it's their hostesses, you know, on on some British Airways or something. What is that of, of uh, Sir Branson? The one that we used to use very much when we go to London. Yeah, the Virgin Atlantic, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They dress like that. And they live in townhouses. And this guy, every day, he is somewhere. And he's only once in his home. The kids that are born to these women look the same. Almost. Mm. These are the things we meet. These are the things that are being concealed. These are the things many people don't want to talk about because they've made covenants.
Be doers of the word with 657 AM Songs of Life. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. I'm seated with men of God and uh, we are looking into the very aspect uh, of what is known by the concept of uh, the concealment of sins. I was just giving examples of what has been taking place for quite some time. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Look at the originality of this concealment. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Concealment. That God should fix them. No, they no, they didn't go for that. Joshua 7, verse 21. When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian government, I mean garment, sorry, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. And there they are hidden in the earth in the midst of my tent with the silver under it. And that is when now defeat was being experienced. Concealment. Say, I've concealed this thing. I want to show you. And these are children of God who conceal. I'm not talking about people who have vowed not to have a relationship with God and are concealing. I'm talking about people who have vowed to have a relationship with God and are concealing. By the way, what does the word of God say about a man who covers his sin? Aha, think about that. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 24, When he came to the citadel, he took them from their hand and stored them away, away in the house. Then he let the men go and they departed. Hiding sin again. When we hide sin, it's when we make a covenant with death and an agreement with Sheol. Isaiah 28, 15, because you have said we have made a covenant with death and with Sheol we have an agreement. When the overflowing scourge passes through, I will not come, it will not come to us for we have made lies our refuge and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. Concealment of sin. When lies now become a refuge. And check it out, when lies are a refuge of a ministry. <laughs> when we say, oh yes, the ministry, God is taking care of you. And it's me who is keeping the country now. Leaving you now without renting the place and you are being kicked out. And uh, you have to propagandize <laughs> now everything. You know? Yeah. It's quite sad. There's quite a lot of concealment of sin these days amongst those who claim and who purport to be believers. And I don't doubt it that they are. But sin is concealed. Let me start with you, Professor. What comes to mind about this these days? Yeah, thank you very much for the question. You said quite a lot of things. And uh, <laughs> just a pity, uh, but uh, we have to look at it uh, closely. Yes. As uh, uh, today we're talking about concealment of sin, and we've seen uh, this really taking place. 
In the simple definition of concealment, as we know, it's uh, the action of hiding something or preventing uh, it uh, from uh, being known. Yes, and uh, we today see that uh, uh, there are a lot of things that are going on into ministries uh, mm. that uh, somehow they become uh, uh, a taboo to some. I mean that these are places, or it could be people, it could be places you cannot enter, you cannot uh, uh, be in touch with. But because I mean uh, these are sacred things, but why it's not about being sacred, but it's about uh, being uh, there's some dodgy things going on. And uh, we see a lot of uh, men of God uh, that uh, we, it's, it's, a, it's a shame to see that uh, men can stand on, uh, on, on the pulpit, uh, just uh, literally lie about something while covering about something. It's just, uh, just a pity. Now, you mentioned things like uh, uh, today, things going on into ministries. We see uh, that today uh, uh, pastors are uh, uh, taking wives and sleeping with women in the church. We see pastors taking money from the church. We see uh, pastors uh, literally lying to people, manipulating them and taking money uh, in the name of God and uh, using verses just to hide their own uh, uh, evil, evil, evil deeds. I mean, it's just uh, so, uh, so sad to see that. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we, the, the whole issue is about uh, do we understand uh, what, is, what are the consequences of sin? What, I, what can sin do to, some, to somebody? When you don't take sin anymore as something that uh, uh, has consequences, then people take advantage. People do whatever they can do. But today you see in churches we don't talk more about repentance. Uh, uh, we don't talk more about uh, uh, sin. We tend to, to shower from that and speak about other things. And then we feel comfortable uh, doing that. And then when you go back to, to God, you need to understand when... Uh, the Bible is speaking about, I mean, uh, confessing our sins. The uh, Bible is so clear. You cannot just come to, to God and then uh, pretend and uh, pretend as if God does not know. Now, you've given the verse here uh, in Genesis 3, 8, you know, uh, where everything started. When uh, Adam and Eve, when they committed sin, they went and hide. And uh, God came to them and said, where are you? And all. Uh, we, we know all this time we always ask this question, how could God ask them where they, where they were or where Adam was? Uh, doesn't he know that, I mean, uh, because he knows everything anyway, uh, why did he ask that question? You know, I've come to pick up and realize that it was not about just uh, uh, the place where he was, but it was about the position that he, he has lost. Because uh, he hides uh, before God uh, in terms of uh, physically, but uh, he, he lost his position. Yes, and when absolutely. God was asking him, what is going on with you? Where are you? Mm, he, mm. Uh, he, he has moved from the position where God uh, wanted where is him to your, be. Where is your divinity stance? Co- correct. Mm-hmm. And now, when, when, when we hide sin, when we live in sin, we are moving away from our own position where we're supposed to be powerful and able to control, able to influence. Because yeah. you remember, God made us to be people of influence. He gave us the power, the authority. Go and uh, replenish the earth and lead the earth and do uh, and so on and so forth. Now, in Christ, we are even more because in Christ, we have, we, we have the Holy Spirit that is leading us. Now, when we live in sin, what happens is, I mean, we are depriving the Holy Spirit to be able to act into our lives, meaning that you are shifting, we are moving away from God by committing whatever we commit. And then it's so sad today to see that, I mean, that's why we see you have stage miracles. We have too many things that are taking place because people, they've, 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 I mean, they've stepped out of the position. And then because they stepped out of the position and uh, being known that they were all, all along uh, men of God and women of God, 
for them to keep up with the facade and all this, then they can create anything. Mm. They can come up with, I mean, uh, uh, all these miracles, they can come up with, I mean, all these lies. They can come up with a lot of things. Why? Because uh, they have moved away from, from the position. Then we need to be very careful. Committing sin and hiding it from, from, from God, as you can put it, is not really, I mean, helping anybody because we are moving away from where God wants us to be. Mm. And that's where the devil will take advantage. That's where we have to dare, I mean, the influence. You know, uh, somebody was asking a question, said, I mean, uh, when we go to church, why do we do uh, this prayer of authority? We do the prayer of authority, start casting out devil and stuff. And I responded, I said, okay, brother, you need to understand one thing. When you come in the presence of God, the Bible says that when the Lord of, when the Lord is lifted up, when God is lifted up, all his enemies are scattered. We mm. don't need even to do any, I mean, uh, prayer of authority to cast out devil. Because the question is, I mean, where is the devil when you are casting him out? Because we need to see him where he is. Because you know, it's become a ritual kind of whereby we come in church. We need to cast out devil. We need to, I mean, to uh, to repent and ask forgiveness. Why? Because somehow, somewhere. We're living a life that is not of God. Because normally when you come to church, you're supposed to be clean, supposed yeah. to be ready to, to serve God, ready to worship God. Mm. But the moment you come in and start going through all these rituals, all these ceremonies, somehow, somehow, it's because we are not sure of God if He can be with us. The Bible says, where two at, or two at, or three are gathered in my name, I'm in their midst. But the question is, I mean, when does God come in the midst of people? Is it when we ask for forgiveness? Is it when we, we come into His presence? And all these questions are asked. And I've come to realize in all this is because somehow some people and they live a life of sin, and by living a life of sin, they have to prepare themselves somehow for the time being being with God. And then after being with God, they go back home again. They do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And when they come on the other Sunday, the following Sunday, they have to do the same uh, gymnastics. And that is not what God wants us to do. We need to be constantly in His presence and stay away from sin because sin does not really help us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you just joined us, welcome to it. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your gesture. The, the very aspect of, uh, um, you know, uh, the concealment of sin these days and the manner in which people conceal sin and even ministries and ministers and things that are being preached. I mean, I heard this guy saying, uh, and they were talking about that... Uh, a parable Jesus Christ says, when someone uh, slaps you on the right, you also give him the, the, the left cheek. Yeah. Mm. And this guy said, yeah, that is why I don't agree with Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is a minister, man. He says, does he know how it feels? Does he know the hurt and the pain that you will be feeling uh, by being annoyed or by being whatever it is, you know? Uh, he says, I, I don't think he understands the way he feels. Uh, this man is supposed to speak the word of God. He is actually opposing what Jesus Christ has been talking about live on TV. Wow! This, yes, these are things we, we, we hear. This is the things we, we, we see. And you know, in the olden days, it would be things that we read about. So, you know, but now we see them happening all the time. And some of the people are very much influential and they have large followings. They're on Christian televisions and everywhere. And if you can listen to them very carefully, you'll be shocked. How contradicting God or contradictions towards Christ are concealed in their messages. Sure. Sure.
Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Become active. Active in faith. 6.57 a.m. 6.57 a.m. Radio Pulpit coming to you live. We trust God is doing you good. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. My name is Ray. I'm hanging out with the men of God, Professor Samuel Kabamba, and of course, Prophet uh, Bafana Mukoko, and uh, also my brother, <laughs> Karabo Mraka. I don't call him Pastor Karabo Mraka. My brother, Karabo Mraka. And somehow, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't call each other that. Now, let me bring this to you, therefore, Murti uh, Again, when we look into the aspect of concealment of sin, you know, uh, it is when there is so much coercion of the abuse of supplies that when people give some of us had become extremely wealthy about, and we brag about that. We brag about planes and all those things and stuff. And actually, we give reasons on international television, news channels, very proud and arrogant reasons. And we say, yeah, well, I want to spread the word of God quickly, so I must have at least two or three jets. Eish. People are actually giving their monies, you know, uh, they prey on old people and make them to take declarations of intent that when you die, you are automatically signing over everything to our ministry. And some are very rich, I tell you. And they, 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 they take that, the spoils. They see these things, they covet, they take, and they make it their own, into their own bank accounts and all those things and stuff. These buildings that they have are written in their names, man. He can chase you anytime. Take you to court. You try to chase him away. Because no, it's his property. Coveting the supplies. We see that. We see now uh, uh, the elitist Hollywoodian kind of pastorage has emerged where... We have the rich, the, the rich class of pastors. And I'm not saying this because of being jealous. I'm saying this because 
They are bragging. They speak that even God has a personal connection with them that everyone else doesn't have. Concealments go to an extent where others had gone to West Africa to go by Lotoasa. And they are prophets now. But Lotoasa. You know, they've gone by Lotoasa and they are prophets now. And uh, we know they worship the fish and the snake and the goat. We look at their hands at times when they minister, you'll see. Look at their middle fingers. They will always bend to make the head of a goat. We know that. It's quite sad. We see those things there. When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, that is the honor of the world, a Babylonian garment, the honor of the world, royalty of the world, 200 shekels of silver, wealth, a wedge of gold weighting 50 shekels, treasures. I coveted them and took them, and there they are hidden in the earth, in the mist of my tent. That's your account. Muriti <laughs> Muraga, what comes to mind? Eh, yeah. When you started, my brother, you 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 went back to the Garden of Eden, and I wish to concur that you know when you are dealing with sin, it goes back to 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 to. In, in in any way, when we are talking about sin amongst us human beings, it goes back to the garden. And even how it was dealt with, it goes back to the garden. Mm. Number one, that, uh, that Adam and Eve used to have a, a an intimate relationship with God. Yes. They were devoted to him. But because of sin, uh, disobedience to what God clearly had said they should do, they did not do. What he said to them they should not do, they did. So what did sin do? It brought separation between them and God. It it destroyed that relationship. The God they used to talk to so uh, uh, trustingly. When they heard his voice, they ran away. Mm. They hid. Mm. His voice was no more uh, a comfort to them. Mm. It was a threat. Look at the children of Israel at the mountain of Oreb, Sinai. When God comes down to talk to them, they were so terrified, they said to Moses, no, 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 you go, talk to God. You will tell us what God said. Mm. That's what sin had done. And instead of becoming like Moses and actually approaching God on his terms, not our terms, they would actually have also 
talk to God face-to-face, a restoration. This thing has been with us all along. Look at that man that you are quoting today, Ahad. Mm. Uh, he was a, a, a resident of Jericho. Mm. And look at Babylon, how far Babylon is from Jericho. Now, how did something of Babylon end up with that man in Jericho, so far from Babylon? The thing is this. It's the connection. It's the connection. It's the connection to wickedness. I'm saying this because you have given us now... uh, uh, a few examples of men that and women that are supposed to be speaking on behalf of God, calling and inviting others to have a relationship with God, restored, where sin is no more in between us and God. Because God has revealed how we can be restored from that position where sin had driven us out. Mm. Now, those who are supposed to be calling to their brethren to come in, they are doing, again, the very same things which were done before, connection. Why? Because that same sin is still (laughs) around using the same method using the same way, using the same tools. Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 23 says, verse 14, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Now, many times we will, you know, as Christians, uh, uh, think the word Pharisee is a, is a, a, a swear word. Mm. It's not the Pharisees. If we understood who were the Pharisees, the Pharisees were the most conservative. They were the most uh, uh, serious about the scriptures. Yet, because of sin, they were deceived. The, The ones who were calling themselves, we are the approachers of God. We are not playing around and taking things light. Uh, yet they were the ones Christ when he came to say because you say you see you are actually blind Mm. why because they were not seeing that sin is a very tricky and deceptive spirit Mm. scribes were what we would call today theologians Mm. people who have studied the Bible it is people who have studied the Bible today who would tell you that Jesus was not born of a virgin? And they will, they will, they will, they will take you to the written way and explain man's own thing. These are the people who deny that there is a resurrection, but they are learned people. Now Jesus was speaking to such and saying to them, "For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense." Therefore, you will receive or you will take greater condemnation. In other words, uh, the topic which you are talking about tonight, 
It's not just a by-the-way topic. Mm. It's a topic which is calling us to attention, to realize that even those of us who are claiming to be close to the Lord ought to tremble at His weight. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 2 and verse 5, talks about trembling at the Word of God. What does that mean? It means not getting body-body with the Word of God, but realizing that the God we said is an awesome, holy God, a consuming fire. And when we approach him, we should approach him on his own terms. And when he describes what sin is, we should take it that way. You are saying, Ellie, my brother, when you are opening, we have, you know, brought a lightning of sin where we, we are just, you know, making it very light. Mm. And the whole aim is so that we should not, repent and confess it when the Holy Spirit convicts us. Now, look at it this way. That man was looking at Mammon. That piece of Babylon is nothing else but the spirit of Mammon giving him the same thing. Today as well. Those of us who are supposed to be serving God and serving others in the name of Jesus the Christ, are in for mammon. And I I, I want to just summarize uh, my introduction this way, my brother. Go to First Timothy. The warning has been there. You know, you know. Every time we are uh, 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 discussing the word of God, it becomes so very plain that. We are not discussing new things. We are discussing things which were spoken about. You know, John in First John chapter two, he says the commandment is not a, a, a fresh commandment; it is the aged commandment. But then later on, he says it's a fresh commandment. In other words, the very same thing which is fresh was there before. Even the way sin was doing things. It was there before. The warnings were there before. And if we can take the word of God seriously, tremble at it, and even submit thoroughly to the Holy Spirit, the indwelling spirit, and walk the way we are commanded to walk, we will escape the deception and the trickeries of sin. And we will not try to conceal it by nice-sounding ways like what you were describing, my brother, uh, that I need these two jets so that nothing should stand in my way uh, when I go and preach the gospel. When, when it is just a covering of uh, a covetousness, a covering of grief, in First Timothy chapter 6, this is what uh, Paul says when he writes. And it's actually the Holy Spirit. He says, if anyone teaches differently and does not uh, agree with the sound words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the teaching which is according to piety or devotion, he is puffed up, skilled in nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words out of which come envy, strife, blasphemy, evil suspicion, always wrangling uh, 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 of, 
always wrangling of human beings of decayed minds and destitute of the truth who surmise that piety is gain from such withdraw yourself. In other words, we are now having this 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 pseudo gospel that when you gain it actually demonstrates your piety. It it demonstrates your your devotion to God. And yet verse six says now piety with contentment is great gain. In other words, that word contentment means when I have little, I'm still satisfied. When I have more, I'm still satisfied. You know why? Because it is not mine. The little I have, I share. The more I have, I share. This is the teaching which accords with devotion. There was a widow who had only one, one meal to eat between her and her son. But when the a, a, a servant of God came and said, give me first. What did she do with the little yet? She shared. And even those who had more, uh, like David, when they had to, to give to what God uh, uh, had instructed should be built, they gave away knowing it is not there. They were content when they had little. They were content when they had more. Their focus was not on mammon. But today, we have verses being overturned, twisted in order to satisfy uh, the desires of the flesh and not being content. We can look at the scriptures from Genesis until Revelation. We'll see that those who were devoted to God, they were not defined by possessions. They were defined by their obedience to God. This is how it goes, man. We are really touching this very aspect. And I'm happy that we are touching it in detail. I'm going to come to you, men of God, Muruti Bafana Mukoko. We are going to handle this and give over to you just after this. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. 
That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone.